Bolton McGee for TKD. Welcome, boys, to the Moen McGee on TKD podcast. Always good to talk to you, fellas. Hell yeah, Brad! Welcome to the TKD update presented to you by Moen McGee. Chicken or chicken? <laughs> wow, how the mighty have fallen. Um, we saw the one and two seeds go down. Oh, I'm just choking. Uh, Garrett and Carter just choked down. What were some great rosters, some great teams all year. They were the top two seeds, had a nice bye week. They choked it, Kevin. And, you know, I do feel bad for Garrett, but I don't. (laughs) I mean, yeah, she's Garrett should have. I mean, he had the team to run the table, um, but they they kind of put out a stinker for him. And he ran into a really solid week by Woods. 25 points from Waddle on Monday night. Uh, and then uh, actually coming into Sunday night, this this game, this matchup looked just about over. I, I think Woods probably had about a 30% chance of winning, but Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott, nice performances, and then Jalen Waddle, uh, as I mentioned, 25 points. Um, flip, flip the script there and uh, put Garrett to bed. Yeah, Kevin, I think if I would have told you before the matchup, uh, I of Garrett and Woods, if Kirk Cousins had had 16, Eagles defense 18, and Kyle Pitts 16, is there any way he loses? Uh, yeah. You probably would have said, yeah, you probably would have said no, right? I would have said that the rest of the team must have fallen pretty flat if you're asking me that question. And they <laughs> did. Jonathan Taylor 10, Tyre Kill 3.9, uh, just wasn't quite enough as a team that, you know, had consistently scored in the 130 range. Uh, apparently really needed Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, uh, that that really hurt Garrett. Um, it built up those running backs um, with Jonathan Taylor. Got Javante kind of rolling at the right time until this week. And then uh, Josh Jacobs. I mean, just not enough touchdowns. That That's that, that's the joy of fantasy is a lot of times you're just going to you're going to put up nice, good volume games from all your players. But if they don't find the end zone, you're not going to win. And Carter's team apparently felt the felt the. Uh the weight of being the number one seed just came out with an absolute stinker of a performance. Uh, T Higgins with 43 points and your team only puts up 88. Woof. Yeah. You must be uh, starting Chuba Hubbard. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, that's too bad for Carter that James Robinson goes down um, in that game. Um, Dalvin Cook earlier in the week as well. Dalvin Cook earlier in the week. Exactly. Godwin um, had been lost earlier the season. Um, so he still had a pretty decent team when you look past the running backs, probably felt pretty good still coming into that game against Dan, but Dan, uh, he would have beat everybody this week with 158. Yeah. Dan on a, you know, just a miracle run here. Uh, needed to beat you to get in the playoffs. Did it needed to beat me to get in the next round. I mean, he faced, you know, three of the top five teams in the league the last few weeks and just, uh, just knocking them down. Debo Samuel, uh, you came up big once again. Uh, and then it was just filling players, Kevin. Amon Ross St. Brown with 26, Devin Singletary with 18, and had a really nice defense play with Miami at 25. Yeah, really good play. Probably saw that Ian Book was going to be starting, and that instantly made a smash play. Um, Dan right on top of it. And what more can you say? But now we have the matchup of Dan and 
uh, Woods in the championship for all the marbles, Kevin. Um, you know, as we are looking at these teams, it's a 4.3 game. It's going to be close. Yeah, that, it's, it's, it's going to be a tight one. Um, can Dan keep the magical run going? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Probably we'll have Antonio Gibson um, rolling against the Eagles. I think that's what it's going to come down to for me um, in this matchup is how, how those running back two stack up. Right now, Woods has A.J. Dillon, and um, I, I think whichever those two running backs performs, that, that's where this could be flipped. Yeah, and, you know, I kind of sneaky really like Jalen Waddell. Kevin, who's the number one team you picked on all season on flexible flex, flex plays in the Moen McGee on fantasy version? The Tennessee Mighty Titans. The Tennessee Mighty Titans, and that's who Jalen Waddell gets, and he's been getting like 10 targets per game. Waddle might go nuts uh, against the Titans, and that could be a difference maker as well. Absolutely. Who, who do you like? If you had put money down on these seven and seven teams that kind of limped into the playoffs, um, do you have Woods or do you have Swift pulling it out in the end? Mm. I like Dan, and the reason being uh, – Right now, as it stands, Woods has Zach Ertz in his flex spot. Flex spot. Uh, seems like Dan has been just kind of playing the waiver wire a little bit better than Woods during the during the playoffs, and he's shaping up to look better in the championship because of that. Yeah, Woods has to make a move here. Um, I, I think he makes a makes a good critical flex play. Um, I, I do want to pick him, but Dan keeps making me look like an idiot. So. Uh, I'd probably still have to pick Dan. Well, there you go. Uh, let's head over to, you know, one of our favorite things to do, picking out keepers. Uh, we had Carter and Garrett lose. They were really good teams, so you'd be thinking there'll be some good keeper plays. And with Carter, there always is because he keeps his roster the way it was on draft day throughout the season. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be T. Higgins for me. Uh, I think T. Higgins has really separated himself. As an, an elite player, let's take a look at what round that would be. That would be round four, which is, you know, pretty early. But when he's putting up 43 points in a game, it's tough to not pick him. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's where it is for me. I think as I think that as well. George Kittle could tempt him. He did draft him pretty early, though. So I'm with you. I think T. Higgins or Bust most likely. Um, however, he could be always tempted if he gets a late round first rounder to keep Dalvin. You know, he is a big Vikes fan as well. Yeah, Carter's one of those guys that cares a little bit less about value picks, I think, and more about getting the the guys that he likes, the guys that uh, he's confident are going to put up uh, good numbers. So I could see him swinging Dalvin there as well. Um, I, I think it's probably down to those two guys, though. Maybe Maybe even George Kittle, but I think that's a long shot. Yeah, uh, let's head over to Garrett, who, you know, do feel bad for the guy. Had such a great season. Uh, he was a perennial, just, you know, bottom of the standings type guy. However, had a really nice team. Doesn't get to keep his best player, though. Kept Jonathan Taylor last year in incredible value in the third round. He will not be getting him in the third round again. No, he, he won't. Uh, won't even have the option. Um, 
Looking at the roster, you know, Deontay Johnson looks like a good pick in the fourth. Uh, as of now, Kyle Pitts in the sixth. Um, we'll see where where he's stacking up at the beginning of next season in terms of draft value. But I mean, my guy is Javante Williams. Uh, I th- I think Javante Williams is going to be an early second-round pick next year, and Garrett will have the opportunity to give him the fifth. I, I feel pretty good about Javante. Anytime you can get a running back who will, will even return RB2 or RB1 value in the fourth, fifth, or later rounds, that has to be your pick, Kevin. Uh, running back so scarce. Uh, you're right, Javante Williams. If Melvin Gordon does indeed leave Denver, Javante Williams is a slam-dunk early second-round pick. Or, or, you know, potential on the hype train, he can get up into that late first round if the hype is there. Um, so having him in the, in the fourth, just incredible. Yeah, and we, we always poop on Garrett's team a little bit, but I, I do want to give him props here. Um, if you look at his draft, Tyreek Hill um, in, in the first turned out to be, a you know, a decent pick, not a bad pick. Um Second round, he would have picked DeAndre Hopkins. That didn't really turn out for him, but he really nailed those middle rounds. I want to give him props there uh, with Deontay Johnson, Javante Williams, Kyle Pitts at four, five, six. Uh, if you can get quality players in those rounds, you're going to have a great shot. Yeah, and maybe draft a quarterback next year. Just a you know, just a uh, thought for Garrett. But uh, riding with Kirk Cousins, not too bad, I guess. He did score 16 points in the semifinals. I, I know that I did also fall into the Ryan Tannehill trap, um, so I don't want to burn him too much. But, yeah, I think uh, going late quarterback here is maybe what drove him into the wall. All right, Kevin. Um, you know, not much more to say. We only got one matchup a, a week, or we only had two matchups to talk about, so not a lot going on in the TKD League. I know well, everybody's... I, I, Oh, there is actually one more that I'll throw out there, um, and it's the it's the sneaky uh, the sneaky stinky bowl. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so Dustin Murphy and the Smoking Jays against a Justin Hari and the Hurtso Cood will face off for the winner take all of both the constellation bracket, um, constellation ladder prize of fifty dollars, and the Mo Challenge of fifty dollars. Um, this is, will be a winner take all for both of them. They the the winner will be three and zero, so we'll scoop up uh, both prizes. So a hundred bucks on the line. Um, pr- uh, I, I don't think we need to necessarily go through the matchups, but uh, through the matchup. But um, good luck to both teams. Yeah, unfortunately for uh, for Dusty, his team now kind of on fire. He's you know he's looking good. Hurt uh, Hari as well. So unfortunate that those guys uh, just peaked at the wrong time. Apparently, yeah. It, at least they can uh, find some uh, uh, some feel-good story and the uh, best of the worst. There you go. Um, but we will see Dustin run the beer mile, which will be hilarious. I know we're all looking forward to that, but it's probably going to be a little bit sweeter if he has $100 in his pocket weighing, that, weighing him down. They can use that $100 towards beer for training purposes, Kevin. There you go. Just recycle it. There you go. Well, I hope everybody in the TKD land had a wonderful holiday season. And Kevin, we did you know we are recording this on Carter Brandt's birthday? So oh, happy birthday, Carter! Out, yeah, I do want to shout out CB. Uh, doubt he listens to this, but maybe he does. And, and if he does, happy birthday! Happy birthday, Carter! All right, folks, that's Mo and McGee on TKD. See ya. See ya.
see ya.